let you guys know we are literally operating with like two different cameras plus recorded for the podcast so you'll see us looking around different places but welcome 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 as you guys know we are a couple times jesus my name is sierra this is my husband will yes yes hello hello (laughs) (laughs) and this is a platform where we just talk about a whole bunch of jesus like a whole lot of jesus that's our slogan you guys know that if this is your first time tuning in with us we thank you we are just so um happy that you are here thank you my deja and um you know as well that if you are returning um here on this platform that as always we just thank you guys for your love and your support um we truly believe in our hearts that this is what god has called us to do and so Mm -hmm. we just try to walk in that unapologetically and Mm -hmm. you know um this platform is never a place of condemnation or to bring any type of shame or to make anybody feel less than the other we are all growing and that's what we like to share here is as we grow we like to share with you guys because God's word does say people perish for a lack of knowledge and so we just want to be able to bring that knowledge and pose questions to you guys that you may go back to God and take that into your daily life and then you know um in in whatever season or whatever week you're in and just continue to um, just nibble on what we give you guys. And so, you know, that's our main purpose of what we do and that's our why. So, and I said it better, baby. All right. Um, before we get started, as always, you know that we pray, um, pray us in and then, of course, we pray us out at the end. But um, we just want to give all glory and thanks to God. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for every single listener um, that is tuned in today, Lord God. I pray that... Um, Everything that comes off of our lips, Lord God, what you speak through us, Lord God, pierces their ears, pierces their heart, Lord, so that they can just grow and be fruitful, Lord God, live in a life of abundance, Lord God. I pray today, Lord God, that there are no interruptions, um, that technology is on our side. It works exactly how we need it to work, Lord God. There is no interruptions, Lord God. The power stays on today. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray that it is less of us and more of you, Lord God, so that we can just exemplify you and and just shine and pour out you out of our lives and out of our mouths and out of our tongues lord god so guard our tongue hold our tongue if it's nothing that is if something that's from us and not from you lord god let everything be said today be from you lord god so that we can go forth and be fruitful and just continue to bless all of our listeners as they continue to tune in lord god and it's in your son jesus mighty name i pray amen and amen amen so As you guys saw, today's episode is called Kinda Empty. When God had given um, this to us, it really was just like, I was in a point in my life, and I think we honestly go through these so periodically. It can happen so often um, from day to day, but you just feel so lost. You feel like, oh my gosh, it's always something. Like, what do I do when I feel like I'm running on empty? What do I do when I feel like I'm pouring out so much to everybody else whether that's our job whether that's the kids whether that's our marriage or a relationship um family family, pets i mean anything (laughs) that can take us from ourselves like how do we operate when we feel like we literally have nothing else to give when life is just beat us upside the head you feel like you barely can hold your head above water and it's Mm -hmm. almost like you're literally just riding a wave of life you know, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that? And that is when God asked me the question, what is your source? Mm-hmm. And so that is the question that I first and foremost want to pose to you guys today is what or who is your source? Yeah. 
When you need to go, when you need to know the weather, where do you go? When you need to know the time, where do you look? When you need to, to recharge your phone, what do you grab? Well, when you need to recharge your soul, what do you run to? And so for me, my reflection on those questions were obviously we know we go to the weather app. We go to look at a watch. We go to grab our charger for our phone. But how do I recharge my soul? And so I have a bad habit of after a long day or if I'm like, oh, I just need a break from everything. I'm just so tired. I'm just so like giving myself to everybody. The first thing I, I tend to sometimes do is I'll sit down on my couch and then I'll grab my phone and I'll just be like, <sighs> Start scrolling. And I'll just start scrolling. And then you don't even realize, but like hours have gone by of doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, how did I make 30 minutes go by so fast sitting on my phone? But I can't make 30 minutes. I can't make five minutes at work. I can't make that clock get to, get to five o'clock fast enough, you know? And it's like another thing that I, I started to notice that I was doing was First thing in the morning, as soon as my alarm clock goes off, I grab my phone and I'm checking all my notifications. Mm. I'm checking, um, you know, it, it, all the missed calls, the messages, everything that I need to all of a sudden start pouring out to people, people that need me. Hey, sis, can you call me? Hey, text me when you wake up. You know, and I, I laugh to my friends because I say, man, my friends know when you on Hawaii time, we're obviously six hours behind Bye. Eastern time. So all of my friends, I, I don't, it's a, like, they just know, they just know. <laughs> as soon as I open my eyes, my phone is blowing <laughs> up and I love it because I love to pour into people. However, that can be such a distraction from me checking in with God. And I used to think like, oh, well, I have the Bible app notification on my phone. So as soon as I wake up, I just see what the scripture says and I just read the scripture. I'm like, okay, thank you, God. And now I'm, I'm doing on other things. I'm looking on Instagram, looking on Facebook and all this stuff. But yet I wasn't, that wasn't feeling me. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, depending on if I saw the news, whatever it may be, that would be the, 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 um, what's it called? I don't, I don't know the right word, but anyways, that would dictate the rest of my day. And so for some of us though, it's food. And I see so many people think like, you know, maybe it's the veggies I'm eating or the vitamins I'm taking in the gym that I go to that's providing us good health. For others, it could be the money. It could be your job. It could be your side hustle, your business, the bank that you think is providing you the wealth. And so that's when God um, showed me the scripture, 1 Corinthians 8. And I'm first just going to start with verse 6. So let me get to that. Straight to the boot. Yeah, you know, I go straight to the book. So. First Corinthians 8 and 6 just says, And yet for us there is but one God, the Father from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. And I really love the amplified um, version of that because it actually says, 
And yet for us, there is but one God, the Father for whom is all sources. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, to, to whom is all the source. He is the source. And so, you know, um, I just feel like we just get so distracted with all these other things that we're trying to check in. How do we get our information for the day? Mm-hmm. We go to the news. How do we, you know, um, go get a car or, you know, get, get approved for yeah. We go to the bank. You know, we're looking at all these other things to be our source. And, you know, for myself, like I said, I really had to stop and say, whoa, like, I'm allowing all these other things to be the first thing that I'm pouring into myself or in my in my wind down time or my supposed to be my quiet time. I'm looking at other things. Same, what about you? Same for me. Uh, when it came down to getting up for work um, and getting ready for PT, it's it's early morning, so it was like oh dark thirty. It's just so I'll, if I had to be at PT at six thirty, I'm getting up early, and first thing like you said, I'm checking the Bible app. But then it's like all right, cool. Well, let me respond to this this soldier. Let me go talk to this person. Let me talk put out this message for PT or whatever it may be. And that like you said, that's driving my day forward now because I I didn't sit time with God. I just like okay, hey, check the check the app, call it a day, and then I drove forward with. Okay, hey, world, this is where I'm going forward. Uh, work, 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 job, 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 you know, house, house, like, doing all, like, not off the routine, but I really haven't filled up on my, my bar, my energy from my from God. I just, like, okay, yeah, boom. And then so it just, as I started to grow, as I started to mature in my walk, God's like, you need to set time aside for me. You need to put... That as much energy and much time that you're about to put into this world and, you know, to your soldiers, all this thing, you got to do the same for me. You got to put that dedication and that time in for me. So for myself, I started to get up early. You know, it was just, it, it was it was a little, you know, change and breakthrough, but it was getting up a little earlier, spending more time with God, and then allowing that, allowing me to be charged and to fuel into, into the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that was good. That's good. Um, and then <clears throat> continuing on in that first Corinthians, um, eight from verse seven, it then shares to us, but not everyone possesses this knowledge. Some people are still accustomed to idols that when they eat sacrificial food, they think of it as having being sacrificed to a God. And since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. But food does not bring us near to God or we are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak. Mm -hmm. For if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge eating in an idol's temple, won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to God's? So this weak brother or sister for whom Christ has died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them in this way, you wound their weak, con- weak conscience. You sin against God. Therefore, what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin. I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall. So when I first read this scripture and God was revealing this to me is that, you know, let's put this into the perspective of all the things that God has brought us out of. Let's put this into the perspective of how, you know, if whatever God tells you to do and the conviction that God gives you in, whether and, and I like to use the um, the example of going to the club, right? For Will and I, was, we don't go to the club. 
And that was something we nipped the very first thing when we got married. And so, because we had an actually an encounter with God because through that, yeah. that changed our life forever. But, um, you know, we stopped doing that. However, there are so many times that we've been invited to stuff. It's people's birthdays, celebrations, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, that we easily could be like, oh, okay, it's just this one time. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's, it, a special it, it's a special occasion. Yeah. But yet, what this word is telling us is, is that, because there's another, uh, the message translation also talks about how don't allow your freedom to your exercise of freedom to cause others to stumble because if they look at you at your maturity and your knowledge they're gonna think okay that's okay for me and so many times i see christians and believers be say like oh it's all about your personal relationship with god yes it is all about your personal relationship with god but However, your personal relationship with God is not just about you because God, God's whole entire MO is for us to make heaven crowded. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's for us to bring others to Christ. So what it's saying is do not even give the appearance of doing something that is not godly because what will happen is if people are struggling with alcohol being an idol or uh, lust being an idol or money and, yeah, and all the, or something. yeah and all this stuff being an idol if it says if they're still weak in that area but yet you're like oh let's go to the club and let's go turn up yeah flaunting it or going around with it it yeah it's like you're causing them to say oh okay this is okay too but what happens is God may you be using you in their life to bring as a vessel to bring them closer to him. Mm-hmm. But you think, oh, well, I mastered that. I ain't struggling with that stuff no more. So I can go and I'm not an alcoholic anymore. I don't struggle with alcohol. So I can go and sit in a bar and I don't think two things about it. But then you take somebody who you really don't know if that's what they're struggling with or not because they haven't shared that with you. And you think like, oh, well, girl, God can heal you from that. And it ain't nothing wrong with that. And and you come or you bring them along. Now you can set them 10 steps backwards from where God had them in the first place. And so that's what God was showing me. And God had me even, he put it into the perspective for me of some churches nowadays. Like I said, I love church. I love the being in the body of Christ. It is nothing like being in a house of, of fellowship with other believers, mature believers who are actually uh, fueling your spirit and iron sharpening iron. But nowadays we are seeing a lot of churches that have blurred the line between world the world and god well and this is me looking you know trying to navigate through of like okay is this person really from god because god does tell us to be wise of false prophets etc but what it looks like or appears to be is their source is the fashion Mm -hmm. and their source is looking like the world to get two million followers or a full congregation but God doesn't change his word for us. The word is meant to change us. Amen. And so we see so many people that are battling with these idols. And, you know, like I said, I, I anything can be an idol. Anything that you put before God, anything that you feel that you cannot have, uh, that you cannot be without is automatically an idol in your life. 
So, but the idols that I'm speaking of specifically that I'm starting to see more now is idols of fashion, idols of just self yeah. and the the jewelry and the money and the shoes and other people you yeah know, like people that you think that you just look up to like oh that's my this is my person yeah I've been uh, up admiration to. yeah yeah and you know goals and success and it's like people are real life battling with these things and yet we're just open openly welcoming them to the church mm-hmm. inside the church and so when God says come as you are. He's not saying, okay, come suited and booted with your, you know, with your... $10 million necklace on and trying to, the latest shoes, trying to be super fashionable. Yeah, Louis and and the shoes and all that kind of stuff. It means come broken, come on drugs, come as a prostitute, come wherever you are in life, come as that. But we have lost that reverence. For God, because we want to create all this movie production and trailers and all this stuff to win people for Jesus, but at what expense? Because who is the source? You know, and I want to read the scripture, 1 John 2, 15 through 16. You already have it pulled up? Yeah. Okay, I see you. (laughs) But, But it says, do not love the world. Of sin that opposes God and his precepts, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust, the sensual craving of the flesh, and the lust and the long the longing of the eyes and boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources, mm-hmm. or in the stability of earthly things, these do not come from the Father, but are from the world. And I love how it says putting pretentious confidence in one's resources. We love the resources. We want the resources. We want all the stuff that God can get to us or all all the stuff that God created. But we don't want to check in with the source. Yeah. And so now that you have this mega church or they have this mega church now that you have this half million dollar house now that you got the range rover the mercedes the bentley the being uh, the the bmw the jeep whatever it is now that you have all these other expensive so-called things this success the business the job the career the spouse all these things that you wanted in life who's the source to help you keep up with those things Who's the source to help you pay the bills, to keep that person satisfied, to put gas in your car, to, you know, just all the other things that then come with that. Who's your source? Because a lot of times we put ourselves in these things, but then we cry and pray to God when we can't find a way on our own to provide for that want. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to be very specific when I said the want because if you notice I didn't say need because God says he will supply all of our needs so Mm -hmm. your needs are already taken care of when you go to the source however a lot of this stuff is not a need it's a want and so I really want to clarify this there is nothing nothing wrong with having nice things however The things that are from God do not come with any strings attached. So when it's from God, his favor will be on it. 
I'm talking about you getting stuff for free. People talking about they need to hurry up and do a quick sale. Wow. They talking about they'll take care of all the closing costs. You won't have no interest on your so card. Much favor. So fun. much favor. You 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 applying for stuff and getting approved without even having to go through all the steps that everybody else have to go through. Mm -hmm. You no lenders, no nothing. You just I'm trying to sell my house and God told me that you know what I'm saying? It's you right there. It's you right there. <laughs> and so, you know, um, but you have to check your source to what's giving you these things. Yeah. And that's one just alone that just spoke a lot to me, you know, when it comes down to uh to after you just read that last part. One is like Philippians four and nineteen says, And this and this same God who takes care of me will supply will supply all your needs from his glory of riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. So, like you said, everything our, God is already giving us these things. He's our provider. You know, he's our healer. He's, you know, he is. Mm -hmm. So, and then another thing God has said on the flip side when you was talking is that, you know, think about the other side is how much of these things are, these so-called things are you relying on? Or how often are we turning to these things that are so-called the sources? So when people don't realize, like, let's use our cell phones, for example. When we plug our phones up, for example, and... They charge for several hours. Over time, that phone will get hot and that battery will start to like wear and start to cause issues. So it's like, all right, well, dang, that is now that now that's taking a, a longer effect. Now, granted, yes, God gives us these God gives us the resources. Yes, they are good things because it's from God. Mm -hmm. But we can't forget that God is the source by itself. So when it comes down to uh, people of friends or people of influence, people that you know you might watch or money, business things. Yes, these are the resources that God can God gives, but God is still the ultimate source, so we still got to go back to Him and still go to Him. Like, well, thank you, God. It's it may be resources where you're like, all right, well, hey, let me let me take this back to God first before I start to claim this or use this, because yes, it may be an opportunity. It may be a time for like, okay, man, this this is a great time to use this. It's, it's a resource, but that is that what God wants, or is that what the season that God has me in to use that resource? So it's like. That's yeah. just really good. I thought that was interesting that you talked about how, um, yes, when we plug our phones up, obviously it's going to charge our phone. But over time, if you continue to leave your phone on the charger for too long, the battery does start to die faster. But it was one thing that you said in particular that really like sparked my ears, which you said even friends. You know, sometimes we can have a friend or even a family member that can have been a resource for mm -hmm. so long. But the more we continue to keep turning to that person eventually it drains them yeah you know and we do have to look at ourselves because we have to be honest and say wow sometimes that person may feel like you only come to me when you need something you only mm. come to me when you need a recharge you only come to me when you need a fill up you only come to me when you need gas money you only come to me when you need me to pay your light bill or you don't never just ask me how i'm doing today but you only come to me when you need something come on now you know but yet that person is not god we don't put our trust in man. We put our trust in God. And so any person would feel burnt out. I don't care if that's your spouse, mm -hmm. you know, your mama, your daddy, your grandmama. None of that because even in, a, even in a marriage, if you consistently only are going to your spouse about everything, then, yeah, that person might feel a little bit burnt out of like... <sighs> My man, like... 
Can I get a break? <laughs> can, time out. Can I get a time out? <laughs> that's, that's what I need right now. And, and I feel like we often even sometimes do that to pastors as well. I know mm-hmm. for myself in the past, you know, I relied so much on my pastor, not because that was the spiritual leader that God had given in my life, but I was making them an idol because if they said it, oh, then, then that was it. But I wasn't taking anything else to God. If a, if an idea or thought came in my head, I was going straight to them. And it was, oh, I need to call you. Hey, I need you. I need you. I need you. But sometimes, you know, I have to sit and be quiet. When a situation happens, and even when, um, you know, something is brought to us or something comes to us, and I, I know that God is guiding this conversation this way, but yet, you know, even myself, I have made mistakes of calling somebody else immediately. And can you believe she said this? Or can you believe he did that? Or But you have to go back to the source. Mm-hmm. Where are you getting your source from? Who is the person that you're relying on for this information? This information, is it the source? Or is it the pastor? Or is it your friend? Or is it, you know, why does somebody always have to tell you how to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. I, I always used to be the person to be like, oh, they better be lucky I got God. They better be lucky I'm different. I'm changed now. For what? Why they gotta be lucky? Gotta be blessed. Cause you gotta go back to the. Cause you uh, you gonna go back to the old you? Yeah. Cause who? Uh, otherwise, who is your source? Mm-hmm. And I know I did the same thing. You know, when it come down to uh, people in ministry and, and leadership and stuff, and I'm like, hey, if they said it, I know for a fact it's true. I know, and then take it back to God, and then. You know, it was time to, yes, they were placed there as far as the resources to use and God was using them as a vessel. Correct. But it's times where it's like, all right, hey, you can't rely on it. This is not your your foundation. This this person is not your, your standing block. God is God is the foundation. So you still got to take everything back to God, no matter yeah. what it is, and rely on God. Say, hey, God, like this person said this word. Show me the same word that you showed them. Right, you know, I need man. you to confirm it to me or I need you to show me how does this apply to me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, those people are there to help guide us, to help, you know, strengthen us. However, they are not our God. Mm-hmm. But we are supposed to take everything back to God. Test every spirit. Yeah. God, is this from you? Because if not, if we're not careful, we have immediately made that person an idol in our life. And we already know how God feels about idols. For sure. And as you just speak about that, as going to idols and world, Mark 18, 36 through 37, for the New Living Translation says, And what do you benefit if you, again, oh, if you get, sorry, what do you do? It, oh, sorry. You're messing it up <laughs> okay, all the day. It's okay. My writing is a little bit horrible right now. All right. What do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your own soul? Than your soul. So it's like you trying to gain the things of this world, whether it's money, business, whether it's, you know, self-influence, being trying to do all these things out of the Gaining weight, losing weight. Trying to do all these things. Exercising. But it's like, what are you losing? What are you, what you giving up? It's like. And I said that because so often we think good things are okay because it's good things, but yet we're not searching God's things. Mm-hmm. Our, our heart is not in the right place you know and both of us for both of us we talked about before our gym experience and you know how God dealt with us on getting in shape and being buff and all of that but yet 
There's nothing wrong with being healthy, but those things are not what give you good health. God is what gives you good health. And so, you know, it, it starts in your mind and the mindset that you have. And, you know, um, it just, it's like my train of thought said, <laughs> but anyways, um, it, 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 what I'm trying to say is that those are not our source because, um, we were, we had the wrong motives. Yeah. It was about being seen. It was about being goals and thinking that, oh, I, I, I got to be this size and this weight on this scale. Yeah, this is what I want my body to look like. It has to look like this. And sometimes you get so fixated on. Obsessive. On, yeah. 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 Like, no, for sure. And then like you said, what is it though for you to gain the world to sell your soul? A lot of us are literally spiritually sold out. Because we trying to have all these things of the world. Mm -hmm. We trying to have, you know, all the stuff, the people, the relationships, the jobs, all this other stuff. But then when we get it, we feel completely drained because now those have become our sources. You mm -hmm. know, I, I, I always think about how when you're single, it's always, oh, when you get married. When you get married, it's like, oh, when you're having kids. Now that you have kids, when you going to have some more kids? Oh, now that you got kids, when you going to buy a house? Now that you got a house, when you going to get a dog? Now that you got a dog, when you going to get a lawnmower? When you going to get a bigger house? Yeah. When you going to... Now, now you need a suburban XLT. <laughs> so it's always something. It's always stuff. Yeah. But then those things become your sources because now you thought that was supposed to make you. That was supposed to complete you. Mm -hmm. Your spouse does not complete you. They do bring multiplication. They bring more things and more grace of God because two are better than one and the three-string cord is not easily broken. However, this is not your source. Amen. Your source has to be you and God because what happens when your partner or, or, or your spouse isn't 100%. You know, I used to have this mentality a long time ago that it's 50-50. It's when you get married, it's 50-50. But I had a person who had been married for years sit me down one day and say, Sierra, it's not 50-50. Some days it's 80-20. Some days it's 90-10. Uh, some yeah. days it's 100-0 and 0-100. Because not every day is that person 100% on. But if they are your your source, and let's say your source for happiness, you ain't never going to be happy. Oh, yeah. Happiness is a choice. It's a choice. But you get your joy from the Lord. That's the problem. People think happiness and joy are the same, and it's not. Joy is a fruit of the spirit that God gives you. Happiness is just an emotion that can easily be here, there, there, there. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. I'm just saying because I spent so many years of my life looking for a person to be my source of happiness. And even sometimes denying and and. and temporary insanity to myself of I, I make myself happy I am happy but the second somebody did something a parent a boyfriend a sibling a friend a job a boss a co-worker the, the second somebody uh, um, somebody on the other end of the sales rep telephone customer whatever it may be the second somebody did something I was like, whatever, I'm done, I quit, I'm not going to do this, y'all don't pay me enough, you're not going to talk to me like that, I'm grown. And immediately I wanted to, ah, 
because I was operating out of a spirit of rejection, but I didn't have a source. I thought God was my source. I was posting stuff on my Facebook, Instagram, God love me, I love God, <laughs> all that stuff. But I wasn't checking with him. I wasn't walking with him. I wasn't in a relationship with him because I did. obviously I didn't have the source. Like Will said, you know, your phone will eventually die. The more you use it, your phone will die. And so that's what's spiritually happening to us. We're expecting to just always, you know, um, plug our phone up mm -hmm. to the wall. But why is God not that extra battery pack? Why is God not that extra source, you know, to be able to, when we do feel weak, to go right back to him? I know you had a scripture for that as well. I think it was the first. Yep. Uh, John. No. What, what was it? Was it John? Wait, hold on. Let me see. I think I got it written down in here. Give me one second. I think it was that one. Okay. Let me see. Let me double check. Let me double check, y'all. Yeah, I think it's that one. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for that scripture, it, it is John 1, verse 3, in the New Living Translation. New Living Translation, it says, God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. So all these things, when it comes down to resources, when it comes down to people, when it comes down to, you know, some of the things of the world... God already created these things. God already made these things. Yes, yeah, some, some like when it's it's from God, it's come with peace, it comes with favor, it comes with you know, with joy, it comes with everything that God has on that. But it's from when it, it's from God. But you gotta go back to the resource. You gotta keep going back to the source. These things, these resources, they don't make you. They don't fill you up like God fills you up. God is the ultimate source and that's the I don't remember what the scripture was now. It was that um God gives us life that and it says he he comes oh, to bring John life. 10, 10. Yeah, he comes to bring life that we may have life more abundantly. And so yeah. that's how you know when it's something from God and God is your source because when it's not you literally feel dead. Like your mm -hmm. phone battery, you feel empty, you feel drained. But when you juice back up and connect back to that source, God says he comes that you may have life and have it more abundantly. It says the enemy comes that he may steal, kill and destroy. So all he's trying to do is have a distraction, have something else be added to your plate to take away from what God is telling you to do. And I know last week we kind of talked about how Will had started this class and, you know, really felt like the class was where he needed to be. But the reason how we were easily able to identify that this source of education at the, this time was not for Will because it added more stress to our life. It was taking away from a couple times Jesus. It was taking away from the things that we knew for a fact God had told us to do than something that we kind of had to ask or present, is this what God wants me to do? And so, you know, that brings me to this next question that I want to ask is, okay, now that we know that God is the source, how does that change anything? How do we change what we've already been doing in the past? And it is that normally the first thing that we do when we sit down and we go and pray, we immediately start asking God for stuff because we take that scripture, God gives me all the desires of my heart. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many times 
people have said that. And they, they first off, they leave out the beginning part of commit all your ways to God, submit your ways to God. Do not lean into your own understanding. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like they immediately just say God gives you all the desires of your heart or they go to uh, God says, uh, asking you shall receive, knocking the door will be open, seeking you'll find. Like they immediately go to, well, I have not because I asked not. I'm asking God. Anything I ask in his name, he going to give it. Mm-hmm. But yet we don't ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you want for me? And so when God was showing me this, he took me to Proverbs 19, 21. And it says, many are the plans of man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So it just said, many are the plans of man's heart. So if the other scripture then says, God gives me the desires of my heart. Well, I already know my heart got many plans. <laughs> that doesn't mean take that out of context. So then God won't give me many things. What it means is God is going to tell you what your heart should desire. When you seek him, it says that his purpose prevails. Yes, we have free will. And a lot of times our free will be getting us into stuff that we ain't got no business to get into. I know it was Paul that said, um, just because I can do it, just because I can have it doesn't mean that I need to. Yeah. That's a little paraphrase, but that's what yeah. it says. <laughs> And so it's like a lot of these times we think, oh, well, that's the desire of my heart. So I'm just going to walk in the grace of God. But we never asked him. We never checked with the source. And so the solution to that is to stop talking while you're thinking and let God speak what he wants for you. If you know that ultimately his plan will prevail, why would you not just want to go ahead and get on board and ask him what he wants for you? Period. Period. And it's how do you change that is to start asking the right questions and go straight to the source, like I said. But God said to me this morning and Will started laughing, but it was so true. I was getting ready to walk into the bathroom and God said, why do you think it's so easy for other religions and the devil to plagiarize? Because they never check with the source. Why do you think all these other religions have these followers and the devil is allowed to lead people astray by stuff that sounds good because they never go back to the source and even on top of that they're stealing from the, the source yeah it's all plagiarism <laughs> you know and that's i think that is so good because even for myself i had to go back and make sure how is how i make sure i'm continue to go back to god on everything and uh, the first thing that came to mind was uh, Psalm 139, and it was uh, David. First thing he said in uh, Psalm 139, one, he said, Oh, Lord, you have examined, examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. Far away. So I started to go, I'll talk more about it in this uh, Psalm 30, 139. But it started just to show that David had that reverence for God. He, like, God, like, I, I'm pouring out to you. You already know who I am. You know where I am. But even then, Lord God, still search me. You know, I encourage you guys just to read the whole Psalm 139. It's so good. Um, But it just talks, he, he's like, he still gave that reverence back to God. Like, yes, I'm out here, but I still give all glory to you. I know that it's you who know me. You the one who created me. Even in my, my mother's womb, you knit me together. Like, I, I give all that glory to you. And then he says in uh, verse 23 and 24, says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. 
Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. So he even goes back. <laughs> he even go back to God like, listen, God, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm, I've been making mistakes. I know, you know, even through my, my times of trial, my times of success, my times of error, whatever it may be, Lord God, still search me. Still fix the things that's in me and still work on me to so I can bring glory to you so I can have that everlasting life. And so... You know, it brought just to this competition that I had, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of, uh, actually, two days ago. Let's say yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Actually, yeah, yesterday. So, all this happened uh, from Monday through Thursday. Uh, but I want to share about one key experience on Thursday. And, you know, throughout this whole competition, we was praying, you know, each day, uh, Sierra would just say, you know, hey, God built you for this. God made you for this. You know, keep putting God first and everything that you're doing. Make sure that you bring glory to him. I was like, amen to that. You know, I received that. And I, and I, I was taking that and I presented that to God. Like, Lord God, use me. Give me the strength. Give me the confidence. Give me the endurance to keep going. And so Thursday morning, we had to get up to do a ruck march. So we're up at, um, I got up probably like 4.30 to be there. By, uh, be prepared and ready to, to go at 5.30. But you had already just got home at like 11.30. Yeah, I just night. got home. Yeah. yeah. And it was already late, so and I didn't go to bed until probably like 12 that night uh, and to turn around and get back up at 4.30. So get there, we're prepped, and I, you know, say a, a prayer, like, Lord God, just give me the, the endurance, give me the strength, let my feet keep going through this ruck march. And for those who don't know what a ruck march is, a ruck march is when you're in full gear, you know, uniform, and then you have, we had a uh, our vest on, so that's about 25 pounds, and then we had a, uh, like a, a book, a basically a bag that's on our back that we carry uh all of our gears and all of our stuff in it and that it had to be, just a bag that don't look like off the wild thornberry yeah, like, yeah it's like you out there you see people out there camping you yeah big legit, bag. So, like a whole john yeah so it's like one of those big mountain bags uh that you we carry on our backs and it has to it had to be 35 pounds so uh 35 and 25 pounds what's that a 60 pounds yeah um so all these Don't things. Don't ask me to do math on it. Um, hey, it, it was quick. It was quick. You got it. Uh, so that's sixty pounds. So we had to do eight miles, eight miles, and we had to do it within two hours. So I'm going. As I started to go, I'm, I'm pushing through. I'm ahead, and I'm already heading back. I'm on mile six, mile like six point two, and I got less than a couple miles left to get to the finish line. And I'm only, it's on like 40, 40, 45 minutes into the uh, actual rock march and I still had plenty of time to go and I started to just see my eyes started to get real like dizzy and like started to get a little black collapsed passed out I fell to the ground uh into the grass and passed out for about a good like minute and uh people came over to help me take my gear off uh because it was also extremely hot that morning as well I started uh we started before the sun rose and once the sun actually came out, it started to get heat. So the heat started to weigh on me and fell. And people came over, gave me, got me some water, hydrated me and everything. But in that moment in time, like, I was like, that's it. <laughs> I ain't getting back up. But God was like, you need to get back up. You have to finish this. This ain't for you. This ain't for it. This is, you have to, this will show more. This is more than you. So you have to get back up. You you have more reasons to finish than for you to quit right now. And it was like, oh, I, I was like, all right. I was like, Thank all right, you, God. Jesus. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. I was like, yes, Lord. And then so 
it was a sergeant major that was right there in front of me. He's like, hey, just sit down. Don't worry. Listen, you ain't got to hurt your body. You ain't got to push yourself no more. You already done a great job. And I looked him dead in the face. I'm like, hey, I got to finish this. And I told him straight up, I got to finish this. And and so I legit put my gear back on and put my bag back on. And I still kept going. Like, I was in there hurting, crying, <laughs> Ready to, I'm like, listen, I know my wife is counting on me. I know my family's counting on me. Like, God, I, I know you're going to get me to this finish line. And so I'm pushing. I'm pushing. But I'm relying on God because I know he was, he was the he's the source. So he, I'm relying on him to get me through that finish line. I had two of my other, um, uh, I had a soldier that that's one of my soldiers that was with me that was rocking. And I had my NCO that was there as well that was um, sponsoring me throughout that competition. So I had both of them there. And I just know that was God was using even them in the vessel of just being there, of just like as a boundary of saying, hey, listen, focus, keep going, keep going. We're going to help push you. And God was just legit carrying me the entire way from where I fell to where I finished. And it was just nobody but God just to pick me up when I fell. When I blacked out, the, my soldier said, my eyes went to the back of my head for a second. And I was like, I was like, what? I didn't remember that. So get to get back up, to finish within like an hour and 48 minutes still and finish before other people, I was like, that's nobody but God. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm like, I can't do, I can't get no glory for that. That's nobody but God. But it was the, the fact that I relied on God to get me up, to push me through and to make, to allow me to finish the race. And to, once I did all that, I still relied on God. I, I had to hurry up. After we finished, we had an hour and 30 minutes to prepare for the actual another, the next event. So I had to shower, had to, you know, worry about the bruises and, and scars later and get prepared. And I still ask God, God, help me prepare for the next event. Give me the confidence. Give me the, the exact words I need to say for when I prepare, prepare for the next event. So I continue to go back to God. I didn't allow other people to influence me. And, you know, because people would come to me like, man, that's so crazy that you did that. I'm like... It was like, yeah, thank you, but it's like all going to the back because I'm like, God, I'm still focused on God. I'm like, God, I know this ain't done yet. You haven't called me to finish yet, so I'm going to keep going. And so God was just pouring into me some more. Showered, got ready for the next event, went into the next event, and I, I nailed that one as well because God was right there with me. God was with me through the entire time because I kept going back to him. And so that's the main thing I want you guys to know. Uh, just to, this, That's all it is. It's going back to the source because the source will amplify you so much he will give you so much abundant to where you don't even know you like you you'll feel it you'll feel the things where you can't carry yourself you feel where you can't speak more you you feel like when you're feeling less than god will give you that rest when you what's what's the saying uh that you had said the other day about the rest oh my goodness it was so good when <laughs> so oh. god uh, showed to me he said come to me all those who are we weary and I will give you rest. He said, weary and downhearted, and I will give you rest. And I was saying, okay, God, I, you give me some rest. And he said, no, I'll give you the rest. Hmm. Meaning the rest means I will give you the rest of what you worried about. The situation, the, the stuff that you think you want, the things that you think you can achieve, the things that uh, are, are causing you to, to be worried he said, I'm going to give you the rest. If you come to me, I will show you the unsearchable things. So that's you, that's the rest. That's yeah. your rest. And that's exactly what it was for me. It was like God was like, I already got the rest for you. Just keep coming to me. And I was like, thank you, God. You know, and end up winning that. So I encourage you guys to do the same thing. Go to God. <laughs> he will give you the rest and the rest. 
Period. <laughs> it, it ain't no way around it because God is the source. Yes, he will allow the resources to be in your life. He will allow those things to help get you. But all, all it is is just to get you back to him. <laughs> it's just like 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 gas. It's like it give you a little bit of gas just to get you to the next destination. But you still need some more gas to fill up. You know what I'm saying? To get back home. To get back home. You know, so it's still God that's the source. And I just I made, it, it made me tear up just to hear that because, of course, you're my baby. And I don't ever want to see you um <clears throat> get hurt. But to sit and really just see the power of God, you know, like you were saying, I mean, for you to fall down and for your eyes to roll in the back of your head to get up and still finish. When you said that God was saying to you, you have more reasons to keep to 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 keep going than you do to quit. The only reason, the one thing you had to quit was that you passed out. But everything else was the achievements, the hard work that you put in, what God was trying to do to you, through mm, you, and in you. you. That's all God. <laughs> you for, you know, being an African-American male. Yeah, I'm the only one that quit that was African-American. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yet, we, we will allow these challenges... And all these things that, oh my gosh, it's always something. I can't never get it right. I can't never. All this stuff to stop us because we, we're not attached to the source. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God. God just showed me how when we go out, just like with our phone, when we go out, it's certain areas that we lose service. <laughs> it's, certain areas, <laughs> it's certain areas that we not in range. Come on now. So then how, where's the source? How are we getting the GPS? How are we figuring out where we at Thank in life? Jesus. It's the same thing spiritually. A lot of spiritually, we out of service. We out of range of God. <laughs> we ain't even close to no towers of where he at. Amen. So where where are we getting our source from? Where, how are you figuring out where you supposed to be at? Where are you at right now? Mm -hmm. And then you be like them people that be in the mountains lost for 10 days. Come on but you God lost spiritually for years sometimes because you've just been out of service. You've been a little too far from where you were supposed to be at. You went into an area that God was like, ah, that ain't, that ain't, mm -hmm. that ain't what I have for you. Amen. Y'all hear anything in the background? It's our little puppy. <laughs> he's yeah. six months old, so he's a little upset that we're up here right now. He's in the kennel, but we're going to get him out. And so, you know, that's really what we just have for you guys today. We're not going to prolong it anymore because uh, I feel that God is, is he's here. His presence is here. It's Amen. high. I'm sweating and I know well, the Holy Spirit has I, showed up. I, I felt like God Yeah, I'm up. like, sheesh. But, <laughs> you know, really just, I love Will's testimony. Like that literally just happened two days ago. That's why we were telling y'all the stuff that we share about is stuff that we're going through like right now. But mm -hmm. we already had these topics a month ago. Yeah. But what God was just showing is, what is your source? What is your why? When you have your source and God gives you that why, and he shows you what he has for you, he tells you, this is what yeah. I'm trying to get you to. Or even if you don't know the all the way end product, but you know that it's bigger than you and you know that it's more than you, that all this other distractions, all this other stuff cannot stop you. Because he gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding. He gives you a source that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. He gives you a source that doesn't die. He gives you a source that gives you that extra boost. He passed 5G. Amen. He is the big G. 
Come on now. Okay, did he? <laughs> but anyway, you know. That was good. So, uh, but it was just one last, one last scripture, and then God just like make sure you let these people know. It is Psalm sixty-five, eleven through twelve. It says, "You crown the year with a bountiful harvest, even the hard paths overflow with abundance. The gracelands of the wilderness become a lush pasture, and the hillside blossom with joy." So just to know that the years, the thing that God has for us is, it's it's unbelievable. It's beyond our our own wildest thoughts, our, our own dreams, our own expectations. God is the source of everything. So just to know that His plans for you, the the promise He had for you, they're there. They're they will they will always be there. You just gotta keep going back to Him. Mm-hmm. Keep going back to the source. That's it. Yep. That's that. So. Uh, you, you got anything else for him? Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and pray this out. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I come to you to say thank you, Lord. Father God, thank you for just being here in our presence, Lord God. Being in our hearts, Lord God. Being with our listeners, Lord God. Father God, I just thank you for just speaking through us, Lord God, so they may be related to our uh, listeners, Lord God, through your, through your children, Lord God. Father God, I pray that everything that we've said this today, Lord God, it, it just meditate that your people meditate on it lord god that they understand that you are the source lord god that you're not a resource lord god but you are the source capital capital letters for all of it lord god that you are the source lord god and that everything that they that are resources lord god that you have provided will allow them to come back to you lord god to recharge and to keep going forward lord god so father god i pray over our listeners now lord god that they continue to come to you lord god that they surrender it to you, Lord God, that they come to you open, Lord God, and ready to receive what you have for them, Lord God, and that they ask the right questions, Lord God, of what can you do for them, Lord God? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you have for them, Lord God, so that they know exactly where they need to go, Lord God? They're not coming to you for no wants, Lord God, or, or the other things of the, of the world, Lord God, but they're coming open, Lord God, and ready to receive what you have for them so they can go and bring glory to you, Lord. Thank you, so, Father God, I just pray to you, I honor you, Lord God, and I pray that each listener go out and to be fruitful and to conquer, Lord God, everything, every obstacle that they present in front of them, Lord God, and they continue to just to be humble and walk in humility, Lord God. Father God, we love you, Lord God. We praise you. We honor you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. It's in your time, Jesus, in my name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And we Amen. out. Have we a good out. day, y'all. Thank Enjoy you your guys. Saturday. Love you guys.